Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us at HerFantasyFootball.com so you can hear what's going on, check our rankings, and know about our fun little dice game that we send out emails every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern, I believe. And uh, there's only 50 spots, so you have to get on there and do your lineup. You will find out the Do diced it. ingredients on our SiriusXM show on Saturday night from 8 to 10. So you ha- go ahead and find out there. Get yourself all prepared, mentally set for that 9 o'clock email where you get the link to hop on there and find the rules again. It's a lot of fun, you guys. Get do it, it together. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it do and it. make sure you click the right link because there's a couple links in there and it's the second link. In the email. They all should work. Yeah. I always click the first one. Oh, the first one took me to um, a different week one time. Mm, sad. Worked for me. Mm. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook.com forward slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I am Brandon Marianne Lee, sipping on a hot toddy. It's like hot inappropriately toddy. taking a sip, right, when she goes introduce herself. <laughs> uh, I have a cold, so I apologize if I sneeze or cough or whatever, so that Ashley doesn't have to edit it out. I made a Trim. disclaimer at the top. Uh, I'm not sorry, you guys, we did not record out. last night. We had a few yeah. uh, things going on. So we're recording tonight. Again, you can always, always chat with us on Twitter if you have questions and all that good stuff. Since the show came a day late, um, feel free. We're there. We're available. You can also and those two teams, you either start them or you don't. Oh, absolutely. There yeah. were very There's, few questions. Yeah. There's no, like... Who do I play from these teams? You know mm-hmm. who you mm-hmm. possibly can play. Thank goodness. Play. Absolutely. Absolutely. The most painful game of the year for me to try to watch them. It has to be twice a year, too. Oh. I refuse. Well, week seven, it's a painful, painful bye week. Ugh. Get them out of your lineup. Chicago Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos, and the Green Bay Packers. Man. Man. There goes everybody's first and second round picks. Yeah. <laughs> there they are. Bye-bye. However, if you can trade away Eddie Lacy, more power to you. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I oh, awesome. You. Well, let's get straight into Sunday. Everybody, the, there is a morning game at 9.30 Eastern time. So make sure you set your lineup before you go to bed Sunday or Saturday night and then check your injuries again on Sunday. But, yes. The Buffalo Bills, 3-3 three and three at the Jacksonville Jaguars, 1-5, will be in London at 9.30 Eastern. So let's get into it. And go to NFL.com. There's a, this group called Men in Blazers. They do this great podcast. It's, it's about soccer. But um, they're interviewing all these NFL players, and it's really fun. Like, it's, a, it's an adorable, like, series of skits that they have going on at NFL.com. So go check it out. It's kind of the fun thing coming out of London right now. Love it. I like it. Do you ever sit there and wonder if um, England thinks they hate us? Why do they send us the worst teams to try to promote this sport? It's always country? the Jaguars. It's always, it's always the Jaguars. The they have a contract. They have a contract, but yeah. But it's the always Jags the Jags. Too? You've got the yeah. Bills, who were just oh, not great. Okay. You had Miami. So it's, like, it's like their home team. Who else? Who, who did, was it Miami and Jags last time? Yeah, it was Jags last time. J- Jags and Miami, right? Is that right? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I was no, late because I forgot uh, that the game started at 9.30. Yeah. 
No, I think it was Miami and Minnesota. I think You're it was correct. Seven and thirty. Yes. Time. Also, not doing England any favors, but you know. No, it was Miami and the Jets. Miami and the Jets, and the Jets are good. The Jets are good. Jets, Jets are really good. good. But but it's not like they're sending the Packers to London. They're not like no. And the next <laughs> London game is Detroit and Kansas City. See, I mean, come on. Come I love on. Brandon Marshall on the NFL Network. He does a show um, on there, and he always asks the guys, you know, who's going to win or whatever, whatever. And so he's like, Jets or Patriots? And they're like, oh, the Patriots. You have to play a real team this time. <laughs> Brandon Marshall's like, are you saying we're not a real team? Screw that. Jets better win. Let's do this. I love the Jets. Love I the love Jets. the Jets, too. Love I love that they about- still have a sassy swagger without Rex Ryan. I know. Like, whatever. We're still the Jets. Especially now that the Mets are winning, I think they have, like, oof. It's part of being, like, the cast-off New York team. They always have a swag. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're the cast-offs, but... All right, let's get into this, guys. Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Tyrod Taylor is ruled out for Week 7 against the Jags, so get him out of your lineup. EJ Manuel will get the start against this week against them uh, with Taylor ruled out. He didn't have a bad game. He threw 263 yards and one touchdown, one interception, but not bad. And he's got potential for another decent week this week. I'm not saying that you should play him per se, uh, but he's got the potential to help out people such as LaShawn McCoy just because he's going to be able to do something on his side of the ball. McCoy, who was hurt with his hamstring but played after all, you know, in terms of say, after staying out for a few weeks, he had 17 carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. And two catches for four yards. So, overall, I'm pleased with what was going on with LaShawn McCoy this week. And I think you're going to see Me a lot too. bit more of that uh, this week as well. They give the fifth most points to running back. So, LaShawn should have another good week. The Sammy Watkins watch continues. Uh, he's dealing with a sprained left ankle. and It is not a break. He suffered this injury late in the first half um, last week. But we knew it was a bad sign when he was left w- wearing a boot. Uh, and he was, you know, seen going to London in boot and crutches. So he is ruled out. It's not surprising he will not be playing, but he's there just to support with the team. Uh, and the frustrating part is that this was his first game back since his calf injury, and then he gets hurt again. Of the leg. So it's, it's just, yeah, it's not positive. <laughs> At least he got uh, a touchdown. I thought you said hey like but dying I like into the end zone. He's like, Ugh. I was like, I don't care. Get off off the ground. Thank you. You gave me my... Six points now. Go, go. Well, he actually, he actually Good was, you know, nothing. decent. I mean, he he had a touchdown of forty eight yards. So he got you something before he went out. Yeah, but, absolutely. That's what I'm know. saying. He, well, he died yeah. right in the end zone. He caught the catching. He, he did die the in the end zone. And then suddenly he got hurt and like started it was rolling. Awkward. <laughs> but if you're gonna die, you better die in the end zone. You better keep that's a hold right. of that ball. That's right. Right. That's the way. That's the way to leave a game. Right. Um, Anyway, Carlos Williams and Percy Harvin did not make the trip to London, so that should be your sign. They are not playing as it would be physically impossible. So they didn't get on the plane? They did not they get, on, get the on the plane. plane. They did not get on the plane. So make sure you get them out. The Jaguars. Allen Robinson, guys, he's averaging 5.4 catches a game, 92.2 yards, and a touchdown since week two. He is awesome. So if you haven't figured it back. out. He is awesome. It should come as a surprise that he had another great game last week with six catches for 86 yards and a score because that is just what we expect from Allen Robinson these days. Now, he did have a late contusion of sorts um, that he got in last week's game. He had an x-ray. It came back negative. If you ask Allen Robinson, he says his leg is okay after what is being considered, you know, a bruised leg. You know, I want to let you know a football player's bruised leg is much different than you 
having to run your thigh into a corner of a table. It's a very different thing. <laughs> um, but it's a bruised leg. He really? did. It, it is. It is. It is. But he he uh, he was limited in practice, as was Alan Hearns on Wednesday and Thursday. But I expect both of them to play. I do. I think it's just kind of yeah. more precautionary, leaving them out. They've got. They're going to London. It's a short week. They're not going to push it. Letting them heal a bit. I expect them both to play. Blake Bortles had another big statistical game against the Texans. Uh, and it's likely he's going to have another one, guys. I like it. The Bills will have allowed 921 passing yards, nine touchdowns, and an interception um, with a quarterback rating of 105.1 in their past three home games. So, yes. Winning. Winning. I like it. And Julius Thomas has got potential, too. He had actually a pretty decent week with 78 yeah. yards and a touchdown, which is what we were expecting. That's what we drafted him for. So, thank you. But then he gets hurt. He's got a chest injury and a hand injury. He was a full participant in practice on Thursday and on, and on Wednesday. Uh, so whether he's 100% or not, I think he's going to play. It's a bit of a rib injury he's got going on right now. And those don't heal fast, but, I mean, he's practicing, so that's a good sign. Uh, and I'm not going to get into Toby Earhart because he did nothing, as I said he would do. Thank you, Toby. Uh, but check your status on TJ Yeldon. Uh, his growing was limited in practice Thursday, but I do think he's going to play in London. It's very likely uh, as long as there's no setbacks. So you should be good to go with TJ Yeldon and forget all about Toby Gerhardt. I still wouldn't play Yeldon either. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by- two and three. The Washington Redskins, two and four. It's a you brutal bye week, Courtney. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is Courtney's like, oh, I wouldn't. T-. And I'm like, gosh, you know, when I was writing this, I was like, I don't want to play this guy, but – you probably we have to. So I think there's better options than TJ Yeldon. In my I'm opinion. Begging for Yeldon is my best running back in one of my leagues. <laughs> Imagine my life. I decided really? to go the zero running back. Don't do that, people. We'll talk about drafting strategies next year, but don't do zero running back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so did you know that Mike Evans has only scored 17.4 fantasy points in standard leagues all season? I am totally. not even remotely surprised. You know my Mike Evans beef. You know what? He is touchdown dependent. I didn't dependent. say it again. I hate those guys. That's crazy. Total. Total. Washington yeah, is total. decent. Is a decent matchup on paper. They've given up the 11th most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. But what are you going to do with this guy? I mean, without his big game, that's right, at Houston, where he caught seven of his 17 targets. Remember me saying, that's not a good percentage for 101 yards. He would have only had 7.5 points on the season. That's, That's it. That's what this guy does. Don't, don't uh, get me hot. Yeah. Don't get me I, hot, Brandon. So in the last two games, he's only had eight targets and five targets. And then targets with Jameis Winston, uh, it's a thing. This is a decent matchup. Wait and see. If he has a decent game, you trade him like his hat. Drop trade. it like his hat. Drop, drop, drop it like his hat. Yeah. Get him out. Get him out of your life. I can't. If you, you probably have to play Doug Martin, but don't uh, expect another huge game with him. He's been great. Back-to-back 100-plus yards per game, three touchdowns in those two games. But Washington gives up the seventh-fewest points to opposing running backs. I think they're going to try to air out the ball. I think it's all a mistake. And then, But the problem is their offensive line is not good. And so Washington did give up a lot of points two weeks ago to Freeman and last week to Ivory, but they have much better run-blocking offensive lines, much better. Oh, yeah. Martin doesn't have that. Is Sims on the – the Buccaneers? Yeah. He's yeah. having yes. some good games, too. He is also having some good games. He That's is. What I was say. So I think this is going to be divided. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you probably have to start both of them, but it's probably going to be divided workload because they're going to try to mess with the Washington run defense. Um, 
that's what I'm saying. Don't expect another 20 or 30 point game from Doug Martin like he did the last two weeks. It's, he's and probably so this is a bit more of the receiving back out of the two. Right. So. But Washington's good against receiving backs and regular running backs. So they're tough. They're tough to eat. Sorry for the, that information. I think you can play Vincent Jackson, though. So that's good. Good. I'm playing him. Match, it's a favorable matchup. Austin Severian Jenkins listed as questionable, but he still isn't practicing, so I don't think you can count on him. And I'd love to um, – I would consider starting the Tampa Bay defense because Washington turns over the ball like crazy. They do. They do, they do. So if there's anyone that I'm actually considering, it's the defense. Absolutely. That's good. I like it. Well, you're not considering Kirk Cousins, although he is the starting quarterback still. Even after the loss of the Jets, Jay Gruden is sticking by his guy in case there was any question. He has said the intent is for Cousins to remain the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season, and then he threw out his classic comment again, we stand behind Kirk. Love Love it. it. Um, He never stood behind RG3. No, he never did. Which is sad. You're not playing Kirk, but you know what? This is good news for you because at least they're going to have a consistent quarterback. They will get better and better, and he does provide opportunities for the other players. He's not a fantasy option. But there's other options. Sadly, Deshaun Jackson is not. Sorry, Deshaun Jackson is not the option this week. Uh, he's likely out for week seven against the Bucs. He didn't practice Thursday. It's so not looking good. Um, Jordan Reed, he's an interesting one. So he said he's 100% healthy and that he will play in week seven. Um, I will say proceed with caution. While Jordan Reed's concussion continues to show that, you know, signs of progression, that you know, he's doing well. He's had two straight practices in a row now. He still must receive final clearance from an independent neurologist before being cleared to play. And then you got to hope he actually stays healthy once he actually plays. Right. Which he has I not had the best history of doing such. Once he's had a concussion, he tends to then get hurt very quickly after that. So I would not do it, but I know it's a rough bye week situation. If you have maybe Martellus Bennett and whatnot, and maybe you have to, you got to dive with a Jordan Reed. I get it. If he plays, I can understand that. Running backs, you're still not going to any of them. Chris Thompson did not practice. Uh, for a second consecutive time. Matt Jones, he had a full practice with his toe injury. Uh, but sadly, Alfred Morris is still your best option, and albeit that's not a good one. Um, and if you're going to do it, you have to think flex at best. And I would normally say don't do it, but because of the buy, you might have to resort to an Alfred Morris this week. So if I had to choose one, he'd be the guy. So you choose Morris over Jones yep. and Thompson. Yep. All right, and Thompson. All right. Thompson's not practicing. You. Thomas, Matt yeah, Jones Thompson had a practicing. Co- What'd you say? Matt Jones had a couple good games, but then he did nothing. And, and so it's... Fumbles. And he's, yeah, he's fumble the... happy, and so they're not loving that. Yeah. True story. All right, Atlanta Falcons 5-1 at one and Tennessee Titans 1-4. and four. Devontae Game Freeman of the week. is a must start every week. He's leading in fantasy points, you guys. He has more fantasy Beast. points than any... Buddy else in the NFL. Easy. Period. Low in my mind. And like compared to other running backs, I mean it's not even it's not even close. And still, douchey do Kyle Shanahan was trying to get Tevin Coleman in there. He's trying to make it happen and Tevin Coleman. Change keeps of pace. Stinking. Change of pace. Oh, stop it. It's so hubris. It makes me bleh. You just you just love Kyle Shanahan with everything that you have in you. Sorry, I had to give my one Kyle Shanahan comment in. I'm sorry, Courtney. I'm done. That was her, that was her dragon On that note, don't forget to handcuff yourself with Tevin Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm playing Tevin Coleman this week because I have to with buys. 
I got I've got big oh, good. goals. Kyle so Shanahan will help you out. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm Come just on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. You never know how if Devontae is going to stay healthy forever, and we all had that Jamal Charles thing happen to us, and Marshawn Lynch had to be you know rested a few weeks, and blah blah. That is the guy. So if you have Devontae, I'm sure he's a huge part of your fantasy wins. <laughs> you want to make Coleman your backup uh, if you have the roster spot. Just saying. Well, it's a good um, handcuff too, because Tevin was going to be the starter before he got hurt. I always to was, get, a, to get, to I was get always ball. a Freeman fan. I always thought Freeman Freeman was going to get the majority halfway through the season. It happened sooner with Coleman's injury, but no, I, I mean that was what was supposed to happen. But Devontae yeah. is clearly the better back. Um, but this is a this is great for Atlanta. Um, that Devontae is amazing, but it's not so great for Matt Ryan, who fumbled the ball no. three times last week. Um, he still ended the game with over 18 fantasy points. So, you know, compared to other quarterbacks, um, that's not it's not awful, you know. Um, he fell just short out of the top 10 quarterbacks in fantasy points. So I think he is still in your roster against Tennessee um, if you don't have one of those top quarterbacks playing this week. Um, but I wouldn't expect huge fantasy points out of him. Um Tennessee has yet to let quarterbacks throw over 300 yards this season, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Julio Jones is a must-start. He saw 10 targets again last week. Um, every week, guys. Both Roddy White and Leonard Hankerson are listed as questionable this week. Roddy White um, has a new foot injury, and Hankerson is still dealing mm. with his rib injury. So make sure you watch the injury reports um, Sunday morning to make sure that if there's any updates, you get them out of your lineup or put them in your lineup. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, and also, if we have any updates for you on Saturday night, we'll let you know on our SiriusXM show on the Fantasy Sports Network, 8 o'clock Eastern. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I think Jacob Tammy could find the end zone this week. Um, if you Ooh. need to fill in for tight end, if you are a Bennett owner um, in deep leagues, I, he's one of those flyers that maybe you can, you know, go with. Take a gamble on um, and I have Denver's defense in all of my leagues, and I picked up Atlanta everywhere uh, for defense. So um, cross, your, cross your fingers for me. Um, if you need a defense, I would suggest them as well. As for the Titans, Marcus Mariota is dealing with an MCL sprain and is questionable for Sunday. I would find a different quarterback anyways, um, even if it's Mettenberger. I wouldn't start him either. Um, Atlanta gives it the seventh fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and I'm just, like, not loving – Injuries and Mettenberg and that whole scenario. Uh, Delaney Walker led in receptions again for Tennessee. He didn't find the end zone, but he did have 97 yards, um, putting him the seventh best tight end in the league for last week. So I would start him again this week unless you own Olsen, Gronk, or Barnage. You don't own those three guys. Gates. Gates Gates is questionable. He's a little injured. I do love Gates. Um, rough week last week. He, he still got you nine points. Yeah, yeah, more than that points. in PPR league. Yeah, it's t- it's a tight end. What do you want from him? Twenty two points every week. I think, break. Like two, I think I think I made like two points last week. No, no, I'll get there in a minute. But um, you're thinking Dwayne <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yeah, probably Dwayne Allen. Yeah, Dwayne Allen got you like yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, jeez, a little um, different. As for the running backs, it is a hot mess. One week it's Andrews has a big game, you know, 
then he, you know, he's leading the carries, but then it's Dexter McCluster who found the end zone and has the highest fantasy points for running backs for Tennessee. At this point, I just don't really trust any of them. Um, if I had to pick one, I guess it's Andrews because he is getting the touches, but McCluster seems to be more dynamic of a player. I don't know, but I guess I'd go with Andrews if you really need a running back. Um, and I know a lot of fantasy owners are waiting for Kendall Wright to get back on track, um, but this is not going to be the week. Atlanta gives up the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, so don't do that. And on a side note, Darrell Green Beckham um, should be picked up in your league. He's starting to really get some steam under him. I'm not going to start him this week, but if he's available, um, he might help you out a lot during the end of the season. New Orleans Saints 2-4 and four at the Indianapolis Colts 3-3. Three and three. I'm going to start off with the kickers because, again, it's important as long as you actually have a starting kicker in your lineup. Zach Hawker is, was released on Monday. Kai Forbath from the Redskins uh, signed an undisclosed deal with the New Orleans Saints. So kicker change. If you had Zach, get him out of your lineup. Kai Forbath is now their kicker. Drew Brees continues to play very average football. Woo! I think that he'll be slightly better than average this week as it is a favorable matchup yeah. to give up the ninth most points to quarterback. So he should do much better. But he hasn't done more than like 20-some points in a, fan, in a standard league. So he hasn't, he hasn't been the Drew Brees that we've come to expect by any means. But I think this is a better matchup. Marquise Colston's shoulder was limited in practice Wednesday and Thursday. So keep your eye out on that. Mark Ingram has good, um, had a good week last week. He got 20 touches, which is what I like. I like to see they're actually giving him the rock that they're not spreading it around quite as much. Sadly, it was only for 46 yards, but he was able to get two touchdowns. Um, so That's Mark, so bad. <laughs> Mark, we need, we need a few more yards off 20 touches than 46. Can you help us out with that, please? I'm sorry, that struck my funny bone. I don't know why. It's like, 46 oh, wow. yards, 20 touches. That is bad, my friends. Do a little math. That is bad. But he got two touchdowns, so you can't be too angry. Um Oof. Yeah, I mean, they do have to love with the most points to running back, so he should have a decent week, but oof. Uh. Spiller had three attempts for 10 yards, which is almost just as bad. Ouch. Uh, but if you are in dire need of a flex position, you could possibly, possibly throw him up against the Colts because, again, they do give the love with the most points to running backs, and you might be in a weird bye week woke because this is a very rough one. You may have a Gianni Bernard or, you know, Forte, Jeremy Hill. There's a lot of top running backs out this week. C.J. Anderson, who's not a top running back, Ronnie Hillman, not top, but you drafted them as if they were tops. Um, <laughs> we're so judging you. <laughs> we are, well, we've all been there. So you may have to throw a spiller in there, and I'm sorry if you do. Sneed, he had an average game last week with 55 yards on five targets and four catches. But it should be a bounce back this week because the Colts are generous, very generous with their fantasy points to wide receivers. So I like Sneed this week. The Colts. Andrew Luck finally came back and played. <laughs> finally, and thank you. He didn't quite look back to full strength, but overall, you know, he did pretty good. Do your his... job. What? That's what I'm saying about Andrew Luck. Do, Do your, your job. job. Trying, yeah. Brandon. He's trying. Lay did off you see that. him in the old-timey photo? No. no. Oh, yes, with, like, 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 the war vet kind of guy. Yeah, from, like, the Civil War era. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Well, and then it said, we tried tr- crazy formations, and we failed miserably. That was the- <laughs> <laughs> well, that was not on luck. That's on Pagano. That, that was crazy. I had to rewind 
three <laughs> times. Was like, what was going on there? I was like, well, that play. That is funny. I didn't see I just that. so bad. Hilarious. I think everybody just sat there, like, for a second, like, and even the refs had a hard time explaining exactly what all was illegal about that play, you know? It was oh like, God. where do I start? Where do I start? The best part is they didn't even try to do anything with it. It was like the guy got the ball, and he was almost shocked about it. He was like... He was totally shocked about it. He, had, he couldn't believe he got the ball. And then what, the best part for me was that Chuck Pagano didn't look as confused as to what was wrong with it. And then even after the game, he's like, well, we just didn't quite execute it. You think? Yeah. You think? Maybe let's try a a legal play, a legal formation. Oh, my goodness. It's still really funny. Not Andrew Luck's fault, though. We will say Anyway, I'll stop derailing this, but I couldn't help myself. That's all right. We would have to talk about it anyway because it was so crazy. (laughs) Um, But he had 312 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So, you know what? Fantastic. He ran four times for 35 yards. You know, I like it. His shoulder's not fully back to strength, but you know what? He's going to be able to get it by for you, so that's fine. T.Y. Hilton, he bounced back because him and Andrew Luck, they, they have that chemistry together. 74 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's targeted nine times, which is great. Uh, now, the, the Saints give up the 12 fewest points to wide receivers, so it's not a fantastic matchup. I think they're going to do okay. Dante Moncrief also had a good one. Six receptions for 69 yards and a score. So they're on track. This is what I like. I like to see that the offense is picking back up. It's not like Hasselbeck them had chemistry and now Andrew Luck is back and it's all like gone. Wackadoo. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. fine. I love and- Moncrief. Yeah, Andre Johnson that we don't love. Mm-hmm. That brought us back down to reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, six targets with three catches for 35 yards. Wah, wah. Thanks, Andre Johnson. Frank Gordon have an exciting game, but it wasn't awful either. He had 13 touches. Uh, for 78 yards. If he, he would have gotten a touchdown, we would have been all very happy campers. And I'm predicting a touchdown this week. should have more touches than 13 is the problem. He should have more Agreed. than 13, 100%. But they had Andrew Luck in there. I think they were trying to get Andrew Luck back into his rhythm. They were trying to um, keep up with New England. And they are trying to get with New England. They were behind. They had to throw. I get it. I do blah, think, blah, though, blah. that Frank Gore will have a touchdown this week. They give the six most points to running backs. So I think it would be a really good week for him. <laughs> Good. I hope it is. Yeah. I really hope it is. All right. Minnesota Vikings, three and two with the Detroit Lions, one and five. Oh, the Lions, how you've been floated. Adrian Peterson was also imploded last week. Um, it was very disappointing. Uh, but he's going to be bounced back. He's going to be bounced back week, you guys. Keep starting him. The Lions give up the seventh most fantasy points to running backs, including 134 rushing yards to AP in week two. So, we're going to start him. The best thing really coming out of Minnesota is Stefan Diggs. You yeah. Guys. Woo! And uh, I love that name. He had 129 yards receiving, which was impressive, seeing how Bridgewater only had 249 yards. So, he got how half of them. How impressive is he? Ugh, sad. Well, it is a run-first defense. I mean, run-first offense. Yeah. You know, they're not asking him to do a lot of these big plays. Um, and seven out of the 17 completions was to Diggs as well, you guys. So he's still out there. Go pick him up. Go pick him up, especially on this bye week where we have lots of wide receivers on bye. I mean, there's like 10 of them just with Denver and Green Bay alone. So <laughs> pick him up. Plus Cincy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was Cincy. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about 30 wide receivers that were all playing on this bye week alone on the on the sure. it's awful. Kyle Rudolph found the end zone but only had 9 yards. 
He has only had two receptions in each of the last three games. It's so risky, you guys. This is a great matchup, so I understand if you need to play him, but it's it, it with only two receptions a game, you're really asking for a touchdown every time. So just throwing that out there. Um, and listen, this is a great matchup for Minnesota. If you are in deep leagues, you can play Mike Wallace or really any other receiver that is available, but just know that they're all boom or bust on this team on whether Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is even going to throw the ball that game. Um, but it is a great matchup, so just saying. Charles Johnson might be back this week. He's been worthless all year, but if you're really, really desperate in deep leagues, then there you go. Love Blair Walsh this week. Um, and Minnesota's defense has been okay this year, and we all know how Stafford and other people like to turn the ball over. So if your defense is on by, you can play Minnesota as well. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I don't actually hate this matchup for the Lions. No. I was impressed they actually came back and won over the Bears. I was impressed with that. Matthew Stafford had 405 <laughs> yards yeah. in the overtime win. He was so that great, was, yeah. Yeah, and he's already played the Vikings once this year and had a pretty good show. He had 286 yards and two touchdowns and interception. Um, so I think he could put up very comparable numbers again this week, which is might be enough for you depending on who your quarterback is. That might be enough for you to win uh, to play Stafford. So, and Calvin Johnson, welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, he's such a slow starter. Mm. He, he's, he's historically been a slow starter probably the last, like, three, four years, which is true. But this but this game, this game, this game, game on fire. 106 yards off six passes. I'll take that. Absolutely. I will take it. Now, the running game, I'm kind of staying away yes. from. Eek. So, Amir Abdullah, gosh, he looks so good. And he's one of those guys that he plays on special teams, too. So, he looks really flashy on special teams. And in our head, we just, like, see that. And we don't think about the, him as, like, a solely a running back. Um, but he suffered, you know, a stinger, you know, in his arm for a third-quarter fumble. And he's had fumble problems. And he was benched, you know, for several series for fumbling um, last week as well. He had two fumbles last week. So, he's got to get that under control. He just – it's yep. bad. It's bad, but they didn't have a whole lot of options because Joyke Bell didn't play. Joyke Bell did practice fully uh, Wednesday. He was limited Thursday. I think that's just more of a resting thing. He's expected to play this week. So I would expect Amir Abdullah's production to go down a bit. We thought Bell was going to play last week and end up not. Um, so he better play this week. Uh, but Amir is just fumbling the ball. It's too dicey. And then Zach Zenner, he was placed on IR. Uh, he had Ugh. multiple cracked ribs and a partially collapsed Ugh, lung. So um, a little update on him. He is still in the hospital, but he's expected to be released uh, in the next day or two. Uh, he will not need surgery to repair all the different injuries that he had, but he did have a tube inserted into his lung, uh, and that was inserted to help him breathe. So um, get get well soon, Zach. You were a really exciting player, and I'm really sad that you're on IR, but... Uh, that leaves you, Joyke Bell and Theo Riddick. Uh, Theo Riddick was limited in practice, but he's probably one of your better options as well. And then the good news is Eric Ebron is expected to return um, this week. So that is good for you as we needed some tight ends, especially in this bye week. So Eric Ebron is expected to play. Awesome. Good deal. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, 4-2 at the Kansas City Chiefs, 1-5. and five. So we've moved on. We have Landry Jones. Thank goodness. Uh, came in out of time, I know. And Vic left with a hamstring injury. Oh, man. Bye-bye, Vic. 
Um, that was the best thing for that offense. It really was. There are many rumors to whether Roethlisberger will be back or not this week. Um, I, I don't think he will be, but keep an eye because if he is, play him. <laughs> Just play him. If he thinks he's ready to go, he's tough. He can manage it. Play him. I'm, in, I'm into it. Um, and I benched Antonio Brown last week, and I am happy I did. Me too. I benched him too. It felt weird, but I was like, it didn't feel right. I yeah, benched. I went to like a, a party that morning, and this guy's like, whoa, you benched Antonio Brown, judgy eyes. I was like, yes, I did. And when we're there, as he gets two fantasy points. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you, this is my job. Oh, yeah. I was Thanks. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, you must really know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I have a vagina. I do. It's a thing. I do. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, you know what? I am starting him this week against the Chiefs. I, I really do. This is this is a great matchup. I mean, they have to get him the ball, right? I mean, this has to happen. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play him and welcome back Martavius Bryant. He had 137 yards and two touchdowns. You can also play him. I will say that for you. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bell had a down week. But let's not freak out. No worries. He's always a must-start. And Chris Boswell has been perfect since he started two weeks ago. So put him in your lineup. Congrats. Um, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. want to think about him if you have a picker on a bye. Chiefs. I don't know about this team. Wow. Yeah. That's what I put in my nose. Wow. Uh, even their defense is 26th in fantasy points right now. They looked good last week, though. They looked good, but I'm not playing them against the Steelers with or without Ben Roethlisberger. I think Landry Jones will be just fine. Jeremy Macklin is in concussion protocol. He's sidelined. It doesn't look like he's going to be starting, so you need to get him out of your lineups. Albert Wilson and Chris Conley will be the one and two guys. Uh, It's a (laughs) desperate play, um, but it's a decent matchup. The Steelers are allowed the 12th most points to wide receivers. Um, If you're playing daily and you need someone that's basically free, I'm not against one of those guys. Kelsey needs to step up, though. That guy needs to get it together, and Andrew Andy Reid needs to throw him the ball. I don't understand what's going on there. Um, he's had like six or maybe seven targets a game. I'm loosely saying that. It's just it's not enough. He has the talent. They have to go to him. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week one when he scored two. It makes no sense to me. None. None whatsoever. So without Jamal Charles, without Jeremy Macklin, I have to feel like this is a big Travis Kelsey game. Charkandrick West, don't you feel great that you blew all of your fab money on Charkandrick West? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you feel great? We told you. We told you. Fabulous. Don't be a jerk. Man. (laughs) I did it too, man. I, I I took him in some leagues too because I'm desperate for running backs, and that's how it is. Now, listen, he did have nine carries, which was more than Nile Davis, um, but he only went for 33 yards. Nile Davis isn't going anywhere. This is officially a committee, um, and Pittsburgh's given up the fourth fewest fantasy points to running backs. So unless you're in a very, very unbelievably dire situation, I just can't imagine you not having better options. Love it. Cleveland Browns, two and four. St. Louis Rams, two and three. Game of the week. Cleveland is awesome, actually. Now, I told you not to start Josh McCown last week. I told you not to chase the points, and I was right. Only 11.72 fantasy points on the day, mostly due to throwing two interceptions. 
to his two touchdowns. It just doesn't doesn't quite even out the way you so want So happy to. he didn't do well. <laughs> I was like, you know, I mean, he did better than Peyton Manning, but that's besides the point. I was so happy he didn't do well because everyone yeah. was like, yeah, McCowan, I'm starting McCowan. It's so awesome. I played against McCowan in like two or three different leagues. I was like, well, we matchups are important. You start your studs, but matchups is for all the middling guys. Yeah, Josh McCowan is not your stud. He's Let's not, not your joke stud. ourselves. He's not your. But stud. he does do not well in good matchups. Yes. Yes. Okay. But Arizona is not a good matchup. Or I'm sorry, St. Louis. Um, St. Louis is not a good matchup because then he goes up against Arizona and then he goes up against Cincinnati. It's bad. It's tough drop him now. for McCown fans. I'm keeping Travis Benjamin in there, though. 117 yards last week. Caught nine of his 13 targets against a Denver defense. You guys, he's yeah. real deal. Also real deal, Gary Barnage. Nine targets, you guys. Yeah. Two more touchdowns. They love him. He's out of nowhere, but he's real. I'm keeping him in. These two guys I'm playing as starters. I really am. I'm not, I think you can find better options than McCown, but these two guys I'm keeping in my lineups. Absolutely. Now, Barnage did hurt his ankle this week, but he participated in full in practice, so I think he's going to be fine, so I wouldn't worry about it. But it does look like Robert Turbin's going to come in and possibly take away Isaiah Crowell's job. Mm. Turbin got 10 carries to Crowell's 11. Now, they both had equally bad production on those carries, but it's a scary situation. The only guy that I'm playing is Duke Johnson Jr. He's highly used in the passing game. They're not going to bench him at all. So if you do have Duke Johnson Jr., do it. It's, it, you know, <laughs> the best matchup is to run the ball against St. Louis, but it's still a tough defense. But Love still, they're going to have to run the ball. And Duke is a great name. Um, it's a bye week killer this week, so you probably have to start Duke Johnson, and I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah. Dig deep. Yeah. Dig Love deep. Dig Duke deep. Johnson. I like him. Well, you're only playing Todd Gurley. From and and you're playing with pride. And you're what? Pride. And the Rams. It was, uh, he's, yeah, he's, you're playing him for sure. He's awesome. He's doing great. He looks fantastic. You're playing him. Um, Nick Foles, while it should be a favorable matchup with 13th most points given to quarterbacks, he only had 1.8 points against Green Bay. That was rough. Um, and this is just not – I just – I think the problem here is that when Todd Gurley goes off is they're going to completely revert away from the pass at all. And they don't really have any wide receivers right now. And they're possibly looking at shopping Jared Cook as well. So Jared Cook, uh, the, the Rams have said they are open to moving him before the trade deadline. The team has received calls from interested teams. Wow. Um, but they're not close to a deal at this point. But literally, he was one of those, like, safety nets for them was Jared Cook. And then now if they shop him, we've got, you know, really ambiguous wide receivers. You're really looking at, honest to God, your your offense is Todd Gurley. That is your offense. So uh, it's unfortunate. Trey Mason and Tavon Austin did not practice Wednesday. Um, they both missed practice again on Thursday. Um, now, granted, the Rams didn't actually officially practice Thursday, so that that technical being out, you know, take it for what you will. But it's just, you know, girly or bust. Girly or bust for the Rams. Oh, man. Starting their defense, though, right? Are you good starting defense? Defense you can do. You can do defense. You can do the defense. Um, Pray for some McCowan turnovers. Houston Texans 2-4 and at the Miami Dolphins 2-3. and You play Arian Foster. You stick with him. 
Uh, he's due for a big breakout game. I'm not quite sure this is it, but he's been pretty good, pretty consistent. A-okay. Obviously, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is a stud. The guy is on fire. On FanDuel, he has scored 20 or more FanDuel points every single week except for one, and that was when my defensive boyfriend, Josh Norman from the Carolina Panthers, had him shut down. Yeah. Other than that, he scored 20 or more points. The guy He's is amazing. crazy. Crazy good. He's propping up Brian Hoyer, which when – Brian Hoyer has a good matchup. You can play him if he remains the starter. Part of the problem is that their their coaching staff won't commit in the way they need to commit to a quarterback. But I think they've committed to Hoyer. Either way, this isn't a fantastic matchup because Miami gives up the eighth fewest points to opposing quarterbacks. But in good matchups, you can play Hoyer because of DeAndre Hopkins. And just in case, Cecil Shorts is already ruled out. Um. Nate Washington is questionable, um, but he hasn't played since week three, so it's risky. Uh, some people are even saying he's going to be probable at the end of the week, so I don't know, but I'm still not all in. And that's about it. Again, don't let J.J. Watt fool you into playing this defense. Um, they are one of the bottom teams uh, in fantasy. Bummer. Crazy what difference you can make. Atlanta's good, too. That just makes me just, like, blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get on to another bad defense, the Miami Dolphins, shall we? Uh, Lamar Miller finally came back from the dead. Yes. Yeah, yes, he had a game. game, Ashley. He sure did. It helps when you give him the ball. Yeah. So it appears that the new coach has figured out a way for Miami to win. That's exciting because this is the de- this is the team that I was hoping for in preseason. We're we're starting to etch it in there, starting to get it. We're, you know, it's finally happening. I loved his enthusiasm too when he threw for the challenge. It was like his first challenge as an NFL coach, and he won it. And how excited he was to win his first challenge! It was oh, adorable. You like him? I like that. He yeah. also found a way to make bench pressing a living. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's pretty impressive. Judging, uh, judging. It's great. Uh, <laughs> finished the day with 113 <laughs> yards rushing and a touchdown. I liked him this week, too. I'm all in. And, well, I guess it doesn't matter how we get our fantasy points. This is a perfect example of Jarvis Landry. You Always, know, though. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. He has yet to have <laughs> a receiving touchdown. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. He did get a touchdown this week, but it was – Rushing touchdown. Yeah, so, rushing. you yeah. know, he also had seen double-digit targets all year, but only saw four targets last week, which does kind of bother me. Um, but you know what? I said that about John Brown, and then he came back with, like, 15 targets. So, hey, next this week might be a totally different thing for him. Um, so we're playing him. Rashard Matthews caught all six of his targets for 85 yards, and Jordan Cameron found the end zone last week um all of these guys are matchup dependent or you know dependent so it's this is a good matchup so i'm starting them you guys i'm putting them in back in on the dolphins train sorry new york jets four and one of the new england patriots five and oh now this is game of the week game of the week official official man i hope the jets destroy them not likely right one can hope. One can Absolutely. Hope. 
So I'll give you a little idea here. So the Patriots give up the seventh most points to quarterbacks, which is unfortunate because the quarterback for the Jets is game manager Ryan Fitzpatrick. Still, I'm playing we'll him. Get to him. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah, we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> I thought you second said fewest points game to running manager. Backs. It's like, oh, okay, I don't get it. Oh, game, 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 game okay, manager. Um, second fewest points to running backs, eighth most to wide receivers, 13th fewest to tight ends, 13th fewest to kickers, second fewest to defenses. So really we're looking at the potential here is quarterbacks and wide receivers, which is money. That's magic. So we got Brandon Marshall, and I like it. I like it. Brandon Marshall caught seven passes for 111 yards last week. Um, I like that. Eric Decker, while he did have the production we are hoping for with only four catches on seven targets for 59 yards, he had a yes. touchdown. So I'm okay with Absolutely. that too. Totally fine. He's not quite getting the targets we are hoping for because they're tending to go to Brandon Marshall. But you know what? He's a good slot receiver, and I'm okay with that. Brandon's no. giving me a look. What's the look about? No. That's nothing okay. to do with it. Kembrill... Kemperl Tompkins uh, was activated up from the practice squad to the active roster. I don't foresee that having anything to do with this week or any impact on Eric Decker or Brandon Marshall, so don't don't freak out about that. But you know what? Ryan Fitzpatrick, he practiced Thursday. Um, his, he had a little bit of an elbow injury, but they say it's not a concern. And I don't hate Fitzpatrick this week. I don't. Absolutely I don't hate not. Him. They have to. They have to score, right? They have to. They have to they get have three to score. points to beat the Patriots at least. So, I like him this week too. And and Fitzy's not one to lose you the game. He doesn't. He doesn't make bad plays very often. And they're generous to quarterbacks. So it's, there's potential here. Now, Chris Ivory. I will say that when you're looking at the running backs, doesn't look like a great matchup. I don't care. Chris Ivory has done great with every matchup, Agreed. whether it's been a good matchup or a bad matchup. You are playing Chris Ivory. He rushed for over 20 attempts, 146 yards against the Redskins. You have a good defense. He is for sure a top running back in the league right now. He's like a top five running back. You have to play him no matter what team he's going up against. And he's averaging an NFL best 115 rushing yards a game. Amazing. Amazing. A game. The Jets are 4-0 when he is in the lineup. And he should play this Love week, Ivy. so they're going to win. They're going <laughs> to win. Maybe. But but keep an eye out for Stephen Ridley. Um, he finally put pads on this week and was able to practice, um, according to Coach Todd Bowles. This is a revenge game, right? This is his former team, and there's always a little bit of magic when it's against a former team. So I could see him having maybe some possible flex potential if you're, if you're running – Having a problem with running backs, I could, you know, I'm okay with you possibly throwing him in there and, and hoping for the upside of a, a re- revenge game. Love it. I'm okay Patriots. with it. I'm just gonna say, start your studs. There are a lot of people freaking out, being like, "This is a tough matchup. The defense is really tough," and that's true. It doesn't matter. Sorry, it's, a, it's the New England Patriots. Yeah, my only hesitation would be the running game, and I'll tell you why. First of all. The Jets gave up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. They only averaged 59.8 yards on the ground and only 30-some yards in the air. So that's not good for anyone, and they have two backs. So you know only one of them will get maybe 80 points. Or 80 80 yards yards total. They got 80 points. Yeah, they got 80 points. Um, but again, Lewis is, is right now limited with his abdomen injury, so we don't know what's going on with him. I think LeGarrette Blunt is just not the right fit 
for this. That's the right fit for this um, yeah. matchup. So, but Brady Edelman Gronk equal starters. I don't. We don't need to have this conversation unless you have something crazy like Carson Palmer, who's going up against Baltimore, which is the greatest matchup of all time. I could be okay with that. Other than that, you start up. Sorry, it's the way it is. Other news though, Brandon LaFell. Uh, he could be back in week eight. So if he is available in your league, although he's not available in a lot of them, he's been picked up by a lot of people. 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 Yeah. Uh, I suppose he's fine. He could play pretty soon. Amendola certainly hasn't run away with that position. So, um, but it's it's all up in the air because the offense is doing well without him. Yeah. But it's Bill Belichick, so you never know. So he's well, he's worth a pickup, especially if you need a wide receiver. Awesome. Let's get into the afternoon games. Just a quick reminder. Sunday morning, 9.30 Eastern is the first game. Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars. So make sure you get those guys in your lineup or out of your lineup, depending on what you need to do. Oakland Raiders, 2-3. and three. The San Diego Chargers, 2-4. and four. So the Raiders coming off a of bye week, um, which I think was good for Latavius Murray. He had a little bit of a shoulder issue. He appears to be healthy. Um, he had 28 touches for combined 88 yards the last two games, and then a career high in week three, which is 139 yards. So we've got a little bit of a fluctuation up and down situation going here with Latavius Murray, which is never what you want to see with fantasy. Now, this is a great matchup because the Chargers give up the most points to running backs. So this should be a week to play him. Now, we've got I, – I wrote the whole quote down because I will completely botch it if I don't – with Jack Rio saying it's timing. You know, you're working on double teams and being able to come off and just some of the little nuances that make the running game go where you do it a little bit better, and then it turns into an eight-yard gain instead of a three- or four-yard gain. It's what you're after, creating the space and the opportunity for our backs. We've had some examples when we've done it pretty well, and we haven't been quite as good as we looked to be. Um, the encouraging thing is we've converted enough on third down to have enough opportunities. If you're getting 25, 26 runs in a game, you're getting a decent amount of opportunities to run it. So that's a positive. That tells me that they're looking to get Latavius Murray the ball 25 or so times this game, which would be money in terms of a matchup where they give the most rushing yards to running backs. So this could be a great matchup for him coming off that bye, and he's got all the potential in the world. Derek Carr is still killing it, killing it. 30th least pressured quarterback in the league right now. He's got a 93.9 passer rating. Um, he's done a good job himself. Of The line's done really well protecting him. He's done a good job getting away from any sort of pressure. I like everything I've seen out of Carr. Um, and Michael Crabtree, interesting fact, he has not dropped a single one of his 46 targets this year. I like Love Crabtree. Him. The key is he needs to stay healthy and on the field. So the bye week has helped. We should be good with Crabtree. He's not dropping balls. Look for him for a possible sneaky play with a Derek Carr combination. Um, in terms of wide receivers, they give the third fewest points to wide receivers. But I still think that Crabtree is going to convert this week and have I, a decent I game. I do. Um, and you're going to play Amari Cooper, obviously. And then just instead, new Justin Tuck. I don't know if you saw him go off. Uh, his pectoral was officially placed on IR. So that's season sad, ending for him. Sad, sad. Yeah. Well, the Chargers lost their whole yeah. team last week, so I don't feel that bad for them. Uh, <laughs> let's get into those Chargers. Let's start off by saying Philip Rivers is on fire. Batman is on yes. fire. Seriously, you guys. 500 yards and two touchdowns last week. What a freak. I'm totally into him. He's not owned in all the leagues, you guys, so pick him up. 
How is he not owned? I think it's getting close now. But, I mean, I've just picked him up in one of my leagues. They're not winning. Two days ago. I think people don't know how good he is because they're not winning. Kaepernick has had sneaky fantasy points, and they are awful, right? It doesn't matter if they win or not. It's that. That San Diego offense is awesome. It's awesome. Stinks are not winning, but they are awesome. Um, so I am playing him this week. Melvin Gordon was benched after fumbling twice. Um, he's really struggling. This is not a great matchup anyways, so do not play him. I don't care if you're desperate. Um, Danny Woodhead, on the other hand, should benefit from Gordon's fumbles. Um, they threw the ball to him a lot last week. Again, seven targets. Yeah. Um, I'm all about this guy. I um, I haven't been on my leagues and I start him. Um, but I did the no quarterback or no running back thing too, Brandon, in some of those guys. So, but he's this is again tough matchup. But I think he's going to do great. They're going to involve him a lot in the offense because he's reliable. Unlike Melvin Gordon, Danny Woodhead is there, um, and he can block, which is crazy because he's like 20 pounds. But it's amazing. So it's little. Amazing. Um, Antonio Gates had 95 yards last week, Ashley, so 9.5 points if you're not in a PPR. Um, <laughs> Did he get them, like, all at the end of the game? I think maybe I gave up on a couple, like, a couple of matchups he, that I yes, had. Yes, he, than I was he like, got them, I think, most majority in the second half. But, um, but okay. yes, it still got you 9.5 points. Um, and he was targeted a 16 times, which is just crazy. Um, so if you own him... Make sure to put him in your lineup against the Raiders to give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. Uh, but he Ooh. is questionable, so keep an eye on his injury. Um, but as I, as I said, so is everybody else this week. Keenan Allen is listed as questionable. Stevie Johnson is questionable. Um, it, 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 you know, Oh, and Melvin Gordon is listed as questionable as well. He does get injured. So, um, But Keenan Allen is coming off a nice game with 157 yards. So keep an eye on his status. If he does play, play him. Um, as for the other wide receivers, you're on by. Malcolm Floyd could be your man. Uh, for some reason, Rivers really likes him. Just don't watch the game because he tends to drop balls. It's kind of like a Kobe Fleener of 2014. He gets you the fantasy points, uh, but if you watch it, you just like yelling at him because you think he sucks. It doesn't matter. If he gets you the points, yeah. it's fine, right? Just don't watch the game. Um, and if you have Bennett owners, you got, if you're a Bennett owner and you're desperate, Ladarius Green might be your guy. They're, you know, they're using both tight ends. He found the end zone last week. Um, you know, he's going to be a bigger part of the offense with all these injuries. So he's only owned in 30% of leagues. So if you need him, go pick him up. Dallas Cowboys, two and three. The New York Giants, three and three. This team is a fantasy hot mess. (laughs) Telling me. They're trying out Matt Castle. Uh, we know little to nothing about how he'll work in the system because he has been in so many different situations and the results have all been mixed. So any connections seem like a stretch at this point. We just don't know. Sorry. Um, I don't sound like I they need them try out. to do Whedon. They're not going to do Whedon. I need it. I need it. I'm in a quarterback <laughs> league with You Jay didn't Cutler, get Matt Castle? Tony Romo. No, I, it's the Brad Evans league. There's no And all the quarterbacks, available. there's no one. There's there is not a teams, single two quarterbacks. starting quarterback. I mean. And you can use quarterbacks in flex. Some people have three, four quarterbacks. So I am praying for a Matt Castle injury or total mess up, and they'll put Brandon Weeden in so I can at least get a couple points. Because Tony Romo's out and Jay Cutler's on okay. by. We're hoping for you, Ashley. Screwed. I know. <laughs> it's, Okay. It's not looking good. As an it's analyst, 
I'm going to talk about my <laughs> As a person, I'm hoping for a mistake. Oh, so okay. Um, they're going to try out Christian Michael. And uh, in other words, they have a problem with Joseph Randall. I don't know what the deal is, but they do not like him. The Giants give up the ninth most points to opposing running backs. So there will be points. Um, but will it be Michael, Randall, or the ever-annoying Darren McFadden? Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. This. I and you this. know what? Their offensive coordinator came out and said that they're actually not making a change. I was going to say, Christian Michael is not the guy. He is not your guy. He might well, be Stop guy. it. He's only touched the ball twice this year for five yards. <laughs> but it sounds like he may be the starter against the Giants offense. So you're taking a risk. It's a calculated risk, but it is a risk. I can only tell you what I know. And it's annoying. That's all I can say. Des Bryant is doubtful for Sunday, but he's close. He's working on the sidelines, but he's yet to actually work in practice. So they're optimistic, but I wouldn't be if I was a Des Bryant owner. We all need him back. It's just not going to happen. And Terrence Williams needs a touchdown to be fantasy relevant. Now, hopefully that he could score a touchdown against the Giants, but there are a lot of question marks with Matt Castle starting and who knows who's running the ball. It just is what it is. Even Iron Man Witten has had a rough go of it. No touchdowns since week one. Just very mediocre production. They all need Romo. They all need Des Bryant back. And, uh, yeah, that running back situation, I've just completely given up on it. So sad. It sounds exactly like the Giants. Um, first of all, don't worry about Odell Beckham Jr. He isn't practicing. He should practice on Saturday. It's fine. He's good to go. Thank you. He's good Good to go, go. you guys. At this point, they say he's good to go. They don't need him to practice during the week for him to play. So, hey, I'm into it. And he didn't practice last week either, and he still got 61 yards and a touchdown. So, we're fine. Um, I am not in love with Eli Manning this week, you guys. When Eli is under pressure... He just can't perform. I know we know a lot of men like that, but it's just it's just the way it is. Um, and Dallas's defense <laughs> is getting all their guys back. Their line is looking a lot better and healthier, and it, it's mm-hmm. legit. Um, Hardy is in um, because that's cool with the NFL, and he is making a diff- difference with that Dallas defense. So Eli is going to have turnovers. He's just not my favorite guy. Um, I, I do like Rashad Jennings more this week. I didn't like him last week. I do like him more this week. Um, and listen, he might not be the leading back of week seven, but he is, he, this is a great matchup for him. And he did have the best game on the ground last week with 63 yards. And I know it's only 63 yards, but if you're <laughs> desperate and you need a running back, Rashad Jennings is going to have a better game than, than last week. Um, and I am really just not confident in any other Giants. So they could have good games. They could have two points. They could have zero. I don't know. They're Boomer best players. So I'm just not. I'm not in love with any of them. Last Sunday night game, ladies: Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. Three and three, five and zero. Those Panthers, man, man, what a game last week! What a game! So, so good. good. We called it. Yeah. I called it. I said yep. Camden would be awesome. I was the only person like in the fantasy community who was like, you should play oh, Camden. Man. What a what a what a great game. What a game. <laughs> what a game. All right, we'll talk about the Eagles though. Um, let's start off by saying I am not starting Bradford this week. Okay. Whew. <laughs> it's not yeah, good. No. Carolina's defense <laughs> is really good and Chip Kelly hates a consistent offense. So we're just gonna move past Bradford. Bye-bye. Um, and that goes without saying that you are not sorting starting Jordan Matthews either. 
he has fallen to the wayside of Chip Kelly's offense as well. It's really unfortunate. He's he's has a lot of targets. It's just nothing comes of them. I don't know if it's Bradford. I don't know if it's the game. I don't know. It's just not good. Um, if you're in PPR, okay, you can start him because of all those targets, but not my favorite. Riley Cooper had another nice game, two games of over 70 yeah. yards and a touchdown in the last three weeks. Um, but before putting him in your lineup, check the injury report. He did practice on – he didn't practice on Thursday, so just keep an eye on that. And FYI, Nelson Aguilar should be dropped. It's done. It's over. He's out. Yeah. Uh, DeMarco Murray had his second nice game in a row. Call him by his proper name. What is it? DeMarco Mark. Mark. I like that. Um – Oh, by his proper name. I'm like, oh, I don't know. DeMarky Mark. You're like, I did. <laughs> that is his uh, name, actually. You know what? It, Carolina's defense is tough, but they're actually a little weak on the running game. So you can play DeMarco mm-hmm. Murray. Um, and you can play the Philadelphia's defense this week, you guys. You can. They're very, they're very good. good. They very they're they good. make plays happen, even if Carolina wins. doesn't matter. They make things happen, so. Go ahead, Brandon. Cam Newton hears Seattle, and he says so. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Loved it. Yeah. I'm playing him every week. I know this is a, you know, relatively tough matchup because Philadelphia forces a lot of turnovers, but he's decided to put the team on his back this week or this year, and I'm into it. I just don't see it changing. I think that especially in a big bye week like this, you don't bench Cam Newton. I'm not starting Jonathan Stewart if I play daily. Now, I know you probably have to if you're in season long, but Philadelphia has yet to allow a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown to a running back this entire season. It's crazy. So the upside just isn't there. Uh, It's not a great matchup for Greg Olson, but as a tight end, he's a must-start, period. I don't care. That was a great pass at the end there, too. They were all just Oh, my gosh. Mm, yeah, yeah, I love so them. I was freaking yeah. out. Yeah. And Greg like, Olson just walked off yeah, like a did. boss. Like, what'd you expect? Mm. Yeah. So I love, love it. Love him. Uh, and the receivers just straight up don't exist on this team. Not no. one of them scored over four points in a standard scoring league. Not one. They're too unpredictable, but if you're desperate, there's uh, Ted Ginn Jr. and Corey Brown. But, but you must start the Carolina defense. Absolutely. Turnover City, Philadelphia, Sam Bradford, everyone wants them to get benched. Go for Do it. Do it. Monday night game, you guys. Baltimore Ravens 1-5 and five at the Arizona Cardinals 4-2. and two. I don't know how this became a primetime game, and I don't know why the Ravens have been in the primetime a lot this year. I feel like I've seen so many Ravens moments. Uh, I don't feel like I have. Oh, really? Maybe it's just being on the East Coast. Maybe I'm just getting Ravens out. Anyway, um, last week was the return of Steve Smith. Oh, and remember the whole revenge game against the 49ers? It was not a revenge game. Maybe it's just the narratives. The narratives are killing me, and I cover them. Anyway, I watch them regardless. But um, last week, the return of Steve Smith Sr. It was incredible. Seven catches for 137 yards and a touchdown. He was asked about his quick recovery, and he said, well, I'm sleeping with this great nutritionist. She's my wife. Aw. And I... I'm going to miss this guy. I can't uh, want I him love to retire. Him. It's the saddest thing ever. He can't retire. He can't do Can it. you give me your wife's information? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, really. I was like, no, really. I'd like to. I, don't <laughs> I need to a good nutritionalist. Yeah. Yeah. I won't make any promises, but. How adorable is it that Steve Smith has a wife who's a nutritionist? I was like, of course you do. That's why you're father time. 
Love disgusting. It. Great. Um, you're, he's a must-start. Joe Flacco is Joe Flacco. And this is a bad matchup, so you don't start him. Luckily, he's very clear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when to start him, when not to start him. I'm not doing it this week. Justin Forsett is also in a bad matchup, but you'll probably have to start him again. This is kind of like the Jonathan Stewart situation. Um, but at least they are giving him the carries. So that's good. In the last three weeks, he's had 27 carries, 21 carries, and 17 carries. I hope it gets back up to the 2021 range. Yeah. Um, but he will get opportunities, so that is one thing. Uh, hard to trust Kamar Aiken if Steve Smith, Sr., Steve Smith Sr. is back in the mix. But he did get eight targets last week and a touchdown. So I'm still starting Kamar Aiken because I think that Arizona is going to focus on Steve Smith Sr. And I think that he may get in the end zone again. Crockett Gilmore is the top tight end again, but this week isn't great. Arizona's actually given up the absolute fewest points to opposing tight ends this year, and not one of them has scored on them yet. Now, they've had some pretty easy matchups, but still. And then in good news, it looks like Dennis Pitta's coming back to practice. Is that good news? Is it? I, you know, I wish him the best. I just thought I would mention it, and hats off to you. Dennis Pitta, I know you it's, know, it's a long funny run. that the Arizona Cardinals are the best against tight ends, seeing how they don't have any tight ends. It's like when do they? And practice? they were the worst. Yeah, remember like, last when year? Do they practice yeah, against the tight end, you don't have any. You don't. There's none. Random. Um, but anyways, the Cardinals' offense had a tough time scoring last week, but they got their yards in. And we just need our fantasy yes, points, guys. We don't care how we get them. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, Palmer only had one touchdown and two interceptions. But he threw the ball for 421 yards. Um, so he should. this should have a big Boom. game against Baltimore that have given up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I am in love with the Cardinals this week, you guys. I'm into it. And I'm starting Larry Fitzgerald and John Brown that had tar- was targeted 14 times last week for 196 yards. Crazy. Blow my mind. Blow my mind. Love it. Gorgeous. Um, and Chris Johnson is still the main back for Arizona. Um, so that is where I am putting all my poker chips in. If you're desperate and, and you, you know, this is your moment, it's still going to be Chris Johnson, This, but this is not the easiest matchup for him. So just expect, you know, average. All right. That's what we're expecting. But again, you guys, it's Arizona Cardinals against the Baltimore Ravens. For the most part, you're starting everyone. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. And that's our show, you guys. Week seven. Wow. I, you know, I, I love it. It's flying. It is flying. And this is the toughest, this is the toughest bye week, I have to say, of the season. So again, get them out of your lineup. Chicago Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos, and the Green Bay Packers. You have any, and, and go, go Mets. Mets. We're Mets fans over here, the three of us. <laughs> go Mets. Um, and if you guys have any questions, make sure to hop on to Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Ask us your questions. We try to get to as many as we can um, before your lineups have to be set. So feel free to get to us. Also, if you have any questions, you can call in to our SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Network show on Saturday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern till 10. So please uh, feel free to do that. And then hop on to HerFantasyFootball.com. Subscribe to us so you can be part of our fun diced game where we give you four ingredients on a FanDuel um, roster and uh, you compete to see if you can win. There's only 50 spots, so make sure you hop on the internet at 9 o'clock Eastern, get that link, and set your lineup. Awesome. Ladies, good luck this week. I don't think I'm playing either Me one too. of you. Yeah. So have Go Brandon Whedon. Go, go Whedon.
Go beat him. <laughs> so depressing. Oh, so On that note, really? have a wonderful week. Good luck. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Until then, no more faking it. Thank <laughs> you.